0: Hi everyone, and welcome again to Bots and Brains, where we talk about building the future of work. Another day, another episode of Bots and Brains. In today's episode, we would like to welcome back Gabby Lanzona, conversation designer of AYA, to talk more about working with clients and creating successful chatbots. Hi Gabby, nice to have you back. Hi, it's good to be back. It's an honor. (laughs) All right, let's begin. Okay, so as mentioned before in our previous podcast with the CDs, you designed the conversation between an end customer and a brand. This starts with a workflow to make sure everything is included in the chatbot, right? So how do you collaborate with clients on how to build a compelling chatbot? What strategies or methods do you use to help clients understand the
1: chat flow? Well, first of all, I think it's really important to set expectations on both sides. So from the very beginning, the client should be clear about what they want, and then the AYA team should be clear about what's possible. So we go about this process by, for example, presenting the workflow with all the chat spiels and then all the buttons. And then if it's also needed, we'll also do a demo or a step-by-step walkthrough of a sample bot so the client has a concrete idea of how the bot will work. Because it's pretty surprising. Um, to see how many people still don't get what a chatbot is.
0: Yeah, that's true. But does the outline or workflow come from the clients or do you propose a brief chat flow to them? Um, In your opinion, is it better to get a briefing first before creating a chat flow or create a proposal for them then get suggestions from there?
1: Um I think it's definitely better to get a briefing first before creating the chat flow because that way it saves a lot of time and energy for both you know the AYA team and the client you know so everyone's on the same page. so in that way, the chat flow is a collab between both client and the team. so for example, the sales and business analysts negotiate with the client and then they rely the client's expectations to me and the rest of the dev team and then we try our best to translate um the client's expectations and requests into a bot. All in all, I think it's a constant back and forth between teams. So um, specifically, I propose a high level chat flow to them. They'll give their comments and then I revise. So it's always just like a back and forth, um, constant process of revision.
0: Agree on that. It saves a lot of time. Uh, What are the tips and tricks to design good conversations? Are there other methods that you use to
1: enrich the workflow of the chatbot? So the trick to designing a good conversation is to assume the user's perspective at all times. Because if you remember, what's the point of a bot anyway? It's to help users get what they need without having to contact an actual person. So we're supposed to be helping clients save a lot of time and money by making their business process more efficient. For example, with a bot, you spend less resources for a wider reach. Then in terms of enriching the workflow, I also find it really helpful and effective to research the brand voice, image, and market when making that bot persona. I mean, if you think about it, the bot is an extension of the brand that engages with the customer directly. It's like your customer service rep that never sleeps. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. So how do you help clients achieve their business objectives using the bot? Um, Can you share an instance when a client's expectations were met? And what are the key steps did you take to achieve success in
1: creating a bot? Um, As a combo designer, well, I like to think that I help clients achieve their business objectives, whether it be getting a wider reach or automating transactions by giving their customers an easy, straightforward and pleasant user experience. Um, One of the bots I've enjoyed building the most is one that was um, like a meal planning bot for the client that was in a food industry. So I think it was a pretty smart idea on the client's part because it wasn't just bam, in your face, hey, buy our products. Instead, you'd be guided to their products while making meal plans and choosing recipes. And then I think some key steps to making this chatbot a success was constant communication with the client. So with meetings and chatbot demos, together we improved the chat flow to make it less spammy. And then we also built a really solid Tita persona so that, you know, that persona was present in every step of the chat flow.
0: Yeah. And the foodie must be really happy about it because it's very accessible, right? It's in the messenger. Um, right, as right. we yeah. As we can see, um conversational commerce is growing rapidly, as you've mentioned earlier with with, with the product you're handling. So what are the
1: most um commonly used chatbots today? Um, especially in the COVID context, I've seen that the most commonly used chatbots are those in telco, fintech, or airlines, aka some of the hugest industries that can't take care of customer service in person. So they've had to resort to chatbots. So everybody's at home, we're all relying very heavily on internet and mobile data, cashless transactions. And for example, people are canceling their flights online. Um, lately, I've been seeing a lot of agent handoff memes, for example, and it's it's heartening to see that people are getting more familiar with chat bots. Like, um, I've seen some about Cebu Pacific. Like the chat says, Hey, you're talking to a live agent now, and then the user's like, Oh yeah, we'll prove it. Say cool beans and then the agent will be cool beams. <laughs> so it's cool that, you know, people are using bots more and more these days and it's becoming a really big um help for businesses.
0: Yes. That's that is really a great news for the tech industry nowadays. Yeah, I've heard that um, recent news with a specific airline. Um, that's a funny meme, by the way. So, lastly, what are your recommendations in maintaining and measuring chatbot creation success?
1: Um, I think a uh, fail-safe, surefire way to maintain and measure the success of a chatbot is to track the chatbot's performance in terms of engagements, drop-offs, uh, most popular convo flows and user feedback. And if you subscribe to IA Pro, we'll provide these metrics with every chatbot. But really, um, shameless <laughs> plugs aside, I think a successful chatbot is one that helps as many users as often as possible. And that's how you measure chatbot success. Great. Uh,
0: Thank you so much for sharing those pieces of information with us, Gabby. I'm sure the audience, mainly the aspiring conversation designers or brands that are looking to build their own conversational commerce bots, have learned a lot from you today.
1: Thank you again. Right. Thank you so much again for having me.